Hi, everybody. Real quick before we begin, we just want to remind you about our Patreon campaign, We Need to Keep the Lights On. If you have money burning a hole in your pocket and you like what we do, please go to patreon.com slash empty square. You can get the best stuff. Like bloopers, early access, and whole ass bonus episodes. Plus, the chance to have your very own episode dedicated to you. That's patreon.com slash empty square. We'd really appreciate it if you'd come, but there's no obligation, and we'd love you all just the same. Let's get this show on the road! Cue the music! Hello everyone, and welcome to Binging with Badness, the only podcast that is both shaken and stirred, because there's literally no fucking difference. My name is Mitchell McIntyre. I'm Vanessa Bogle. And this is Casino Royale. The reboot, the restart, the reimagining. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't think of another reword. Of the James Bond mythos, redux, uh, I guess. I guess, redo, redux. Re- oh, redux would have been good. Damnation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, we are starting with, you know, we're doing the James Bond series, uh, and we are going to start with Daniel Craig. I guess start with. We're going to do Daniel Craig. <laughs> Uh, for two reasons. One, No Time to Die is coming out in November, we hope. Uh, and two, Casino Royale was a reboot of the entire thing. Um, because James Bond, for like 40 straight years, was one continuity. Everything that happened in Doctor No happened in Thunderball, happened in... Uh, happened in uh, Moonraker, you know? Uh, so it was... Things started to get an eensy bit convoluted. Okay, so I should preface this by saying I, the only other uh, James Bond movie I've seen is Skyfall. Right. Uh, so. Great movie. You're going to have to explain some shit to me. And that's what I'm here for. So I, I wouldn't consider myself a huge fan of James Bond, mm-hmm. but I do really like it. Um, I'll watch the new ones when they come out. I've seen a lot of the older ones, not all of them. Um... Being born in the 90s, uh, my James Bond was really Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's actually kind of where where we start, is at the end of James... Uh, James? At the end of Pierce Brosnan. I guess he's James. <laughs> um, because, you know, he went from GoldenEye in 1995. Okay. Uh, and he ended in 2004. Mm-hmm. And the final film... Uh, I don't know if you guys know, is, is Die Another Day. And it's... It's real bad. It's real bad? It's real okay, bad. Okay, from what I understand, we went to space, though. Which, as you know, is my bar for we've lost the Yeah, plot. no, that's fine. Uh, this had an invisible car chase. Okay. Going to space was okay. Yeah. Yes, but invisible car chase is where I draw the line. That's where we draw the arbitrary line. In the I don't know why, but this is the last straw. <laughs> um, but yeah, so at the end of Pierce Brosnan's run, mm-hmm. movie tastes had changed. You know, James Bond had been the suave debonair using his gadgets to get out, you know, mm-hmm. kind of guy for 40 years. Um, and other things had kind of started to come in and take precedent. Mm-hmm. Um and, and the one thing we can blame um, Die Another Day on, mm-hmm. th- there's one person we can blame for it, and that's Vin Diesel. 
We can blame Vin Diesel. We can blame Vin Diesel. How do we blame Vin Diesel for this? Because in the early 2000s, we were still in that, like, X stream kind of thing. Uh-huh. That's X with a big capital red X. Um, oh, yeah. Everything was extreme. Everything was extreme. Skateboarding and motorbiking and uh, skydiving and windsurfing and shit like that. Yeah. Um, and that's what Triple X, the Vin Diesel movie, was. I see. It was a spy movie. And he was always, like, jumping out of planes and windsurfing and driving fast cars and shit. It was really um, Vin Diesel's word back in the day, wasn't it? It really was. It was Vin <laughs> Diesel world. We were all just living in it. Um, and with all that, James Bond was lagging behind. They were like, that's what the people want. That's what they're going to do. So here's a 45-year-old Pierce Brosnan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, windsurf and be a cool guy. And, like, it's so very clear that... Um, their stunt doubles. I see. Because as he jumps out of the plane and lands, he gains like an extra 10 pounds. <laughs> and this is no slight on Pierce Brosnan at all. He was fantastic for the character mm-hmm. that we had. He was that suave, always making like sexual innuendos and puns and stuff. Mm-hmm. He was perfect for that, but the world had moved on. Uh, so we had Die Another Day. Mm-hmm. Which sucked. And then we went away for a while. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan dropped the role in 2004, and so the the chase was on for the new James Bond. Okay. Something else happened in the time between Die Another Day yeah. and Casino Royale, 2002 and 2006. That was Matt Damon. Uh-huh. And that was the Bourne identity. Because the Bourne identity was what spies wanted to be now. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, uh, we'll do it one day because the Bourne identity, the first three anyway, are really good. Um, you mean the ones with Jason Bourne in them? No, nope, just the first three. Um, <laughs> it's a very important distinction. So that's Matt, another podcast entirely, yeah, isn't it? Matt Damon was cool and he was fast, hard hitting, and he was gritty, and he was, you know, it was just him and his wits, and they were just like, "That's what we want to be." So that's what Casino Royale is. <laughs> Uh, Question. Yes. Is Jason Bourne's name a pun on James Bond because they're so similar? Mm, I don't know, but in, in, I didn't think so until you said that. Uh, I mean, they have the same kind of name, you know, and they're both kind of spies and shit. And... Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> um, so that leads us to Casino Royale, mm-hmm. which is the first in the James Bond novels. I see. Um, a lot of people don't know that Ian Fleming... Uh, is the author of the James Bond novel. And that's what all of these are based on. I am today years old to learn that. I just thought he was something we invented for media. Yeah. Like, you know, not like book media, but like, look, spies. Spies, yeah. Which he's not really a spy. He's more of a He's assassin. more of an assassin. He's like, more of an assassin. He's a really shitty spy. We'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Casino Royale is a 2006 spy thriller directed by Marvin Campbell mm-hmm. and based on the novel Casino Royale. How many Casino Royale movies have there been? Seven. (laughs) Close. Three. Three? There are three separate Casino Royale adaptations. Uh One is the very first James Bond adaptation ever. I see. 1954, CBS paid Ian Fleming how much to adapt Casino Royale into a TV show? $50,000. $1,000. Ooh. 1954, CBS paid Ian Fleming a thousand bucks to adapt Casino Royale into a one-hour television show. Oh. They offered him a thousand dollars 
to turn it into a one-hour television adventure special. I see. The episode aired live on October 21st, 1954, mm-hmm. and it starred Barry Nelson as secret agent Card Sense, James Jimmy Bond. Jimmy? Jimmy Bond! Okay, James Bond is international super spy assassin. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Bond is my high school geography yeah. <laughs> And it also starred, I didn't know this, Peter Lorre as the Schieffer. Who? Peter Lorre was big in the, the early monster films. Uh-huh. I believe he, pay, he played uh, Reinhardt in uh, the original Dracula. Is he the guy who they said never swore in his life and would... No, no, that's uh, Bella Lugosi. <laughs> oh. Um, he's the guy every time you have someone who talks like this oh, in a horror film. Oh, he's the guy film. we're making fun of with that. Yeah, that's uh, that's Peter Lorre. Oh. And I guess he was the Schieffer. Oh. And at the beginning of the program, so in this movie, the game is Texas Hold'em. Mm-hmm. In the original, it was Baccarat. And so... In the movie, in this first, like, hour TV special. Mm-hmm. Was that too foreign? Well, no, because it wasn't, <laughs> yeah, basically. It wasn't too popular in America. So somebody came up, like, before the movie started and was like, here are the rules to Baccarat. <laughs> I don't even know what that game is, but it sounds like something, like, 1950 America would know. Yep. Or 1950 Europe? I don't know. Where did this air? America, Europe, do we know? It aired here in America. It was CBS. Yeah, that doesn't sound like something 1950s uh, it America was, would It know. was an American retelling. Bond is an American agent. Really? Yeah, who doesn't work for MI6, but works for uh, Combined Intelligence. In, like, the novel or in the special? In the special. Oh. And the novel, it's British. The The movie we just watched... Yeah, okay. ...is very... is closer to the book than this is, because this is off the wall. I was about to say, this is bonkers. And the character of Vesper Lind, too <laughs> foreign, her name is Valerie Mathis. Of course. Mathis, yes, the character that is uh, in this, his, his name is Mathis as well, mm-hmm. uh, they changed his name entirely. Sure. Uh, he actually doesn't show up at all. Oh, so we just eliminated him entirely from this entire deal. Yes. And so that went about as well as could be expected. Mm-hmm. So we did it again. <laughs> in March of 1955, Ian Fleming sold the film rights for Casino Royale. For how much? A billion dollars. Six thousand dollars. Well, he got six times return from last time. True. Uh, he sold it to producer Gary Radoff, uh-huh. uh, who then died. Uh-huh. Producer Charles K. Fordman represented his widow and obtained the rights to make a film version. Uh-huh. Uh, he said the best way to make profit from this is to turn it into satire. Oh, dear. It is a comedy. <laughs> Okay, I can see why he didn't think you'd get a lot of money for this. Mm-hmm. It was produced and released in 1967 by Columbia Pictures. Uh, the film cost David Niven, cast David Niven, excuse me, as James Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Jimmy, yes. Yeah, and it included the cast of, you're not going to believe this. Uh-huh. Peter Sellers. Okay. Ursula Andress. Uh-huh. Orson Welles. Orson Welles. And Woody Allen. Woody Allen. What the hell? Weirdest game of fuck, marry, kill, throw out a window <laughs> I've ever seen. The, uh, the 1967 version is described by the British Film Institute as an incoherent all-star comedy. <laughs> it is off its tits. Which means we gotta find it somewhere. It's available. Like, it's not hidden or anything. Like, it's a, it's a well-known movie. Like, we didn't scrub this like we scrubbed the Star Wars mm, special? Nope. 
This wasn't a special. It was a movie. It was a film released in theaters. The original Casino Royale from 1967 starring Peter Sellers. Oh, boy. It's a weird one. That's a Patreon special. <laughs> oh, don't go promising that. <laughs> Give us money. We'll do it. <laughs> that is true. And finally, Sony traded the rights to Casino Royale uh-huh. to MGM because MGM had partial rights to Spider-Man. Sony wanted all of Spider-Man. So they traded them the idea of Casino Royale for the rest of Spider-Man. I see. This led to the Eon Productions making of the 2006 film Casino Royale, the one we are watching today. It was a long walk to get here, but it was worth it. Well, that was a long-term investment for them, wasn't it? It was. The film stars Daniel Craig as James Bond, supported by Eva Green as Vesper Lynn, Mads Mikkelsen as Le Schieffer, Judi Dench returns for the fifth time as M. And... This is the only character to continue the the career through the Bond films. Because we all... Judy Dench is M. I was supposed to say, we love Judy Dench, so why Yeah, because you don't ditch Judy Dench. Like, who are you going to find to upstage Judy Dench? You're not. You're not. Here's the other person who remained with the Bond franchise okay. into this new uh, reality. Director Martin Campbell, because he is the director here. Mm-hmm. He was also the director of 1995's Goldeneye. Oh. Which, as this is the very first Daniel Craig film, that was the very first Pierce Brosnan film. So he knows how to start a franchise. Exactly. So this is this is what you do. So when we rebooted James Bond, mm-hmm. uh, we had to find a new guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we had a couple of people in mind. And by a couple, I mean 200. 200 people were considered... For the role of James Bond. Of course. Croatian actor, and I'm, I'm very sorry, I'm going to get this wrong. Goran Viznijic. I'm, is, very, I'm very sorry. Is he big in Croatia? Yes. He auditioned for the role the same day as Daniel Craig. But he couldn't do the British accent. Oh. Here's something you didn't see coming. New Zealand actor Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Was considered to be James Bond. He continues to haunt me. But he, he could not make the screen test due to film commitments. Thank Christ. And here's a big one. This would have launched his career way earlier than it did. Henry Cavill. Superman? Superman was going to be uh, James Bond, but he was 22 and considered too young. I would watch the fuck out of that. Mm-hmm. He's a very handsome man. Uh, that's actor. okay. Uh, if you look at Henry Cavill's actor for the roles he almost got, mm-hmm. he was going to be famous at some point. But also Robert Pattinson kept getting in his way because <laughs> he was almost Cedric Diggory. Oh, my God. Really? He was almost Edward Cullen. Oh, well, he dodged the bullet on that one. He, not really. I mean, <laughs> say what you will about Twilight and eventually we'll do it. He's rich as fuck now. That's true. But, like... And he was almost James Bond. Oh, my God. But then he landed Superman, and Superman's the one that tanked him? Yeah. Oh, my God. We did our boy dirty. He makes a great Superman. T- okay, that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Australian actor Sam Worthington and Scottish actor Dugray Scott were also considered. But eventually we landed on Daniel Craig. Uh, and people... Did not like that. Why did they not like Daniel Craig as James Bond? Why would you think? He's not Daniel Bryan. Yeah. 
They're still mad that Daniel Bryan didn't main event uh, WrestleMania. You get hit? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, let me try again. Um, he's too old. Uh, no, but that, that's a good guess. They thought he wouldn't be go- a good James Bond because he was blonde. Huh? He was blonde. Okay. And James Bond, up until now, had either black or brown hair. They know there's things called hair dye that exists. Yeah. Yeah, but um, that didn't happen. Some critics and fans expressed doubt uh, the producers had made a right choice. Through the entire production period, internet campaigns such as Daniel Craig is not Bond.com expressed their dissatisfaction and threatened to boycott the film. Oh, that's just good PR. Apparently, uh, Daniel Craig was not considered to be the tall, dark, handsome, and charismatic image of James Bond. The Daily Mirror ran a front-page news story, front page of a national newspaper, with the headline, The Name's Bland, James Bland. How dare you? How actually dare you? Uh, and I remember my mom, when this came out, mm-hmm. was like, what do you think of the new James Bond? And she's like, I don't know, he's blonde. What? I was like, so? Goes, James Bond's not blonde. He's bro- He's got black hair. I don't like him, he's blonde. What the fuck? <laughs> and, and like, I get, it's just like, ah, I don't know, he's got blonde hair, that's weird. But to go so far as to boycott the film. <laughs> Sir, get a job. Put on some shoes. <laughs> No, he threw them at squirrels. He can't. He can't do that. He must have. It's insane to me. Uh, so this is insane thought. I can't watch a movie where the main character is blonde. What? Yeah, yeah. These are the same people who's like we're running outside right now, and they're just like. For those of you who don't know, this is gonna date um, immediately. But the cast of uh, the Sandman adaptation just came out. Okay. And apparently, people are mad that. Death, the character of Death is being played by a black woman. Okay. And the character uh, of uh, Desire is being played by a non-binary person. Okay. They're the same people. Say, oh, we can't watch him. We can't watch her. She's black. Oh, we can't watch her. She's (laughs) non-binary. Shut up, all of you. (laughs) Go away. You don't deserve movies. The only time that the hair color should matter if we're trying to cast Pocahontas, like... Well, again, you can dye hair. Yeah. We didn't. Obviously, James Bond is just blonde. But, like, you can dye hair. <laughs> I know. That's what I've been saying. But, like, you know? Oh, uh, I know. They don't. So, that is how we got here. It was a long, long way to go. It was a long, stupid journey. But we are finally here at Casino Royale. I hope our little game isn't causing you to perspire. It doesn't bother you killing those people. Well, I wouldn't be very good at my job if it did. How's our girl melted your cold heart yet? James, get the girl out. You're not going to let me in there. You've got your armor back on. I have no armor left. You've stripped it from me. Whatever is left of me. Whatever I am. I'm yours. The only question remains. 
Will you yield? In time. With Jimmy. With Jimmy Bond. I'm just gonna call him now. Good old Jimmy. So Jimmy Bond, what the fuck? I don't know, but I fucking love it. It sounds like did you ever there was a, a car a cartoon or like a comic strip okay. called James Bond Jr. What the hell? And it was a kid who was James Bond. Sure. That his name is Jimmy. Uh-huh. That's Jimmy Bond Jr. Well, yeah, because he's little. Yeah. He's like a Muppet baby, right? <laughs> but, like, a full-grown man should not be called Jimmy unless he works labor. Mm. Ah, good point. You know? Unless you're working fucking labor. If you're working fucking labor, you can be called whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> so, without further ado, uh-huh. curtain up. <laughs> we begin in black and white. Just regular Agent James Bond, played by Daniel Craig, is awaiting for a man in his office. This is Dryden, a traitorous MI6 agent who was convicted of selling secrets to the enemy. And he was also the section chief. What a dick. Mm-hmm. He makes fun of Bond for not being a double O. He said, you know, M must not be too clear on my uh, credentials because if she really wanted me dead, she'd, se- she'd send a double O. And what are you? You need two kills for a double O. How many kills do you have? And James Bond's like, one. And he, we cut back to a, a flashback of him beating the shit out of what turns to be Dryden's accomplice. Mm-hmm. And this is where the movie kind of starts James Bond. We're very used to that very suave, one shot, one kill, mm-hmm. very smooth, like, combat. This is violent. It is messy. It is awkward. <laughs> Because it's a lot of, like, slamming heads into glass and, like... Shooting glass and, like, going through, yeah. uh, what's it? Like, fucking sinks and stuff. Yeah, it is brutal. It's not quick. It's not clean. It is very, very violent and messy. Uh, and eventually, he gets the upper hand and drowns the man in the sink. Yeah. Uh, and you see Bond has a moment of just, like, oh, these hands. <laughs> So well, you just killed a man, so yeah, exactly. So uh, we come back to the present day, and Dryden's like, "Well, that sucks." <laughs> and it, one of my favorite points of the movie, mm-hmm. he goes, "Ha, ah, yes, well, first one's always hard. The second one is significantly." And then Bond shoots him, <laughs> and Bond goes, "Yes, considerably." <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> the second one's always easy. Yeah. Considerably. We then go to the opening credits. Now, here's a, a little known fact about me. Uh-huh. I love James Bond's opening credits. I love a James Bond theme. Guess Skyfall's really great for that. Yeah. I have heard every single one, even if I haven't seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think there's such a cool sound... And they're so interesting, and I love the opening, like, credit scene. Yeah. And Casino Royale, uh, its theme song is You Know My Name by Chris Cornell. Rest in peace. (laughs) And it is one of the best of all time. Really? One of the best of all time. It fits this new Bond. Mm. Um, For those of you who haven't heard it, Go listen to it right now. We'll wait. 
So have you watched the movie yet? Is it? No. How you doing? You good? Yeah. Cool. Do you want to get more Dutch Bros later? I kind of do. You guys have Dutch Bros? You're not listening. If you do get something called the caramelizer <coughs> or an Excuse aftershock me. with a blue rebel in it. All right, you back? Cool. Uh, so <laughs> what that song, it, it, it's a difference. The way, same way James Bond, Daniel Craig is very like gutsy and, and very gritty. And that's the sound this, this thing invokes. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I love it so much. Uh, Chris Cornell's voice is perfect. It's so well written. It's been stuck in my head since 2006. Uh, and then we go to the actual visuals. You all know what a James Bond visual looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and this one's really cool. It takes the... Because it's you know Casino Royale. It revolves around cards. And so it takes the little design on a card. You know the thin kind of like curves and strips that are patterned mm-hmm. that kind of adorn the corners well and these these stretch over all of the the screen and then are cut by actual cards like you would cut a vein oh that's true um it's such a cool thing mm-hmm. and then we go to the cheesiest thing i've ever seen which you see the seven of diamonds and you get two shots right beside the seven <laughs> so it's gun hole gun hole seven double oh seven <laughs> and it cuts to M promoting James Bond to 007 status. What's the difference? I don't know. Um, he's a Spectre now. Exactly. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Um, so I love this opening. I will review all four openings <laughs> in the next one. Because um, they're, just, they're just interesting to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so... We press on. In Mbale, Uganda, mm-hmm. Mads Mikkelsen is here. This is Mads, I believe, this is Mads Mikkelsen's first big American role. Really? British role. But first big, you know, international role. And he deserves it. Hannibal doesn't count? Hannibal is 2015. Oh. This is 2006. Oh, yeah. I forget where we are in the timeline continuum. Yeah. Um, Mads Mikkelsen is great in everything he's ever been in. True. Factually I don't think, correct. I, yeah, I don't think you can see Mads Mikkelsen in a role and go, eh. <laughs> um, anyway, so Mads Mikkelsen's Le Schiefer is given a large sum of money by a Ugandan warlord. Uh, and the deal is brokered by a man named Mr. White. Mm-hmm. Le Schiefer, uh is basically like, I will take your money. I will put it into stocks. These stocks are going to short. We make a huge amount of money. I'll give you your money back, and then I make more money. Uh, he's putting it into a place called Skyfleet. Um, if this sounds familiar, this is the 2008 stock market crisis. <laughs> two years before it happened. You ever watch The Bigger Short? That's this with guns. Uh and so... And child soldiers. Don't forget about that. Yeah, can't forget about that. Um, the warlord is like, okay, this is all well and good. How do you know it's going to short? Like, why are you so serious? And he's just like, ha ha, just watch. Also, Le Schiefer has a weeping eye. His one eye is blind. Mm-hmm. And it begins to weep blood, essentially. Which is really fucking just unsettling. Yeah, it's a, it's a milky eye and it weeps blood. And it's just a, a problem with the tear ducts. Mm-hmm. But it looks cool. Uh, meanwhile, 
in, I don't believe this is also in Uganda, but a snake fucks up a mongoose to the delight of a crowd. <laughs> okay. Uh, they're taking bets on who wins. And James Bond is kind of up and just chilling. He's watching as his partner, Carter, who we never see again, yeah. are tracking a man with scars all over his face. But Bond's partner gets made because he won't stop touching his ear. And then he pulls off, pulls out his gun, and he's like, I'm gonna get him. And he's like, oh my god, no. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, like, as he's watching, the guy holds his ear, you know, like spies do, he holds his ear, trying to hear him better. Uh-huh. And all James is saying is, stop touching your ear. Stop touching your ear. And then the guy sees him, and then begins to run. And Carter's like, I got him! And he pulls out his gun. And he's like, put the gun away, we need him alive. <laughs> And away Carter goes, and we never see him again. No, he falls into the mongoose pit, and the gun goes off, which mm-hmm. causes chaos. And for all we know, Carter's still in the mongoose pit. Yeah, for all for all we know, Carter's still there. So away James goes. <laughs> Bye, Carter. What ensues is a free-running parkour chase through African streets. Yeah. And it's awesome. So the bad guy here is actually a professional free-runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could tell the man is Superman. Yeah, he, like, free running is so cool to me. It is, and also, my brain can't understand that the human body can do that. Yeah. Like, this man has the anti-gravity cheat. Mm. Like, how the hell are you able to just climb up shafts and walls and shit like that? Human beings can't do that shit. Spider-Man, maybe, but not you. But not you. You need to be bitten by a radioactive animal. (laughs) So this scene is also another thing that kind of divides James from the other people. So you watch the bad guy with scars on his face, mm-hmm. and he just glides over stuff. Yeah. Like, leaping over stuff in a single bound, never fucks up, never makes a mistake. Nope. And he's so quick, and he's so light on his feet. So at one point, he runs up and over, and he hides behind some, like, giant metal um, pillars, I guess, mm-hmm. in a truck. They're on a construction site. And he's like, I'm safe here. And Bond is like, well, now what am I going to do? And he sees a bulldozer. <laughs> so while he's he's hiding, he's like, I'm going to run now. Bond comes through and breaks the whole goddamn thing <laughs> with the bulldozer. <laughs> and so he's just like, oh, man. And away he goes. Um, so This guy's doing just crazy parkour and shit. Yeah. And here's Bond struggling to keep up. Like, uh, like an old man trying to keep up with the grandkid, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, which one of you is the super spy? Yeah. He's definitely the super spy. Who are you, Bond? So, Jimmy, what are you yeah, doing? Jimmy, what are you doing, Jimmy? Uh, bad guy runs up a, um, a scaffolding, essentially. Uh, and James kind of follows him. And, and again, he's very light on his feet and jumping and jumping and jumping. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he makes a big jump, like he runs, jumps, and then lands on his feet and, and runs. Mm-hmm. James will jump, and he'll make it, but he'll land, like, chest first onto the corner. Oh, um, And you know it hurts. Bond has no grace, and he's not as athletic as this guy, mm-hmm. but he is smarter. So, this guy runs up, and he finds this crane that's, like, holding a pallet of stuff. And he runs up, and he starts hand over hand climbing the rope to get to the top of the crane. Bond makes it there, and he realizes, I can't climb that fast. I can't do that. So, he jettisons the load... And, ha- like, has the machine bring him up. Yeah. And so it's, ha-ha, I beat him. Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. Um, there is a point where they're chasing him through a building. Mm-hmm. 
and there's like a wall and there's like a little window up there, very thin window up at the top. Yeah. So the bad guy runs, jumps up the wall and through the window in one graceful move. Yeah. Bond runs through the wall. <laughs> like it's just like the drywall. <laughs> you just go. Yeah. And it's just like hop, hop, swoosh. Bang. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. He just comes through it like the Kool-Aid man. So we get up to the top of the uh, top to, top of the cranes, and we kind of have this fist fight, mm-hmm. hundreds of feet up in the air. Because um, men. Because men. He jumps. Uh, he he gets away, mm-hmm. and he jumps from one crane to another crane, mm-hmm. from that crane to a building. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care how big a super spy I am. I ain't jumping for shit. I'll meet you down there. <laughs> And for, like, a couple, like, seconds, he stares at the cranes and goes, yeah, me too. Like, yeah. I can't... How did he do that? I didn't get trained uh, to do that. hell. Anyway. Uh, and he does it. He does it because he's James Bond. Yeah. Uh, so he runs into the embassy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's the American embassy. It's an embassy. I believe it's the Ugandan embassy or whatever the local... Yeah. It's not the American one. Uh, so, so, basically, bad guy runs into the embassy. We should also mention that everything that could be flammable is a blows mega. Up. It blows up in a <laughs> megaton bomb explosion. Like there is no OSHA safety features on anything that's flammable. This movie came out kicking. Yeah, and like some guy had like a sprayer can and he dropped down through the building that's being made and it just took out the whole building. <laughs> the whole thing goes up like backdraft. <laughs> so if you see a cannon or anything that's like pressurized, just assume it's secretly a bomb. Yeah. So, we go into the embassy, and Bond, uh, I was like, oh, so he's safe there. Bond can't get in there. No, fuck that. Bond walks right on through. Uh, yeah, he, he jumps the barbed wire fence. He kind of sneaks around, but doesn't so much. Worst spy ever. Uh, he finds the bad guy who ran into an office, and he just runs into the office, too. Like, hello, punch. Yeah. Uh, punches a couple guys, steals some guy's gun, knocks him out, mm-hmm. and just, like, perp walks the bad guy out the door mm-hmm. until somebody hits the security alarm. Everything goes nuts. Guns everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so Bond gets out, and he's like, you're coming with me. And they stop, and he's surrounded by bad guys. Yeah. And he's just like, okay. Puts his hands up, drops the gun, and throws the bad guy into the into the fire. Like, here. He, he has to give him up. He's lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, the, the leader of the embassy comes out. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? The ambassador? Yeah. And he's like, we have to kill you now. You understand that, right? He says in French, so I don't know. We just know. Yeah. And Bond is like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Grabs the gun from behind him and shoots a tank right beside him, like a propane tank. Mm-hmm. Blows everybody sky high. Grabs the bag that the bad guy was carrying. Shoots him in the chest and runs away. <sighs> you guys ever play D&D and you miss a save? But then the DM gives you an additional save, and you get that and one. And you, yeah. Like, that is this entire scene. Like, every time he had the little save, he missed it wild. Yeah. Like, sneak into the building. Okay, no, everyone saw you. Okay. And he, like, fought his way out of it, but poorly. But poorly and impulsively. And you're like, great. Uh, this spy mission became a shoot 'em up and now everybody wants you dead. And here they are. And here they are. Uh, <laughs> so, he looks through the stuff, and what he finds is a bomb mm-hmm. and a phone. Uh, the phone simply says, ellipsis. 
Back with Lashifer, he's mad. <laughs> uh, because his bomber just got shot. Yeah, that sucks. And we're at the point where now we're just like, what do you, what do you need a bomber for? What are you doing? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, so this, um, what was it called? Starfleet? No. Skyfleet. Sky Damn it, I was close. Uh, so Skyfleet has this new plane. It's a, a big mm-hmm. new jetliner. It's like three fucking floors. <laughs> Only rich people are going to use it. You, he bought a ton of stock in um, Skyfleet. Skyfleet. Yeah. And it's going to go up and up and up because it's got this new thing. Mm-hmm. They are going to blow up that plane because then the stock drops. Mm-hmm. And they know that because that's exactly what happened on 9-11. Yeah, and he may have been involved with 9-11. They don't touch that, but it it was more like they noticed that this happened. Uh They're going to do it again. So that's what we're doing. We're trying to blow up this fancy-ass plane. So the Schieffer's bomber just just blew it. So, Judy Dench plays M. Yeah. I love Judy Dench. Me too. She's pissed. (laughs) So she gets told what Bond just did, Mm -hmm. and she's like, what the fuck? It was supposed to be a stealth mission. He was supposed to leave him alive. And what does he do? He shoots up an embassy and then shoots a man in the chest. Uh, She says, like, back in my day when people screwed up that bad, at least they had the common decency to defect. God, I miss the Cold War. Uh, So she goes home because life is hard. Uh, Because fuck this. Because fuck this. And who's sitting at her chair? That's James Bond. Hey, what up, buddy? Earlier, yeah, earlier before she got there, he's looking through her computer uh, and he's downloading information to like a thumb drive. And she comes in and she's like, hey, buddy. And Emma's like, what in fuck's name are you doing here? Please go away. Uh, M runs him down. He's like, well, first of all, we needed him alive. We needed information. We needed so much stuff. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, he wasn't even a big deal. He didn't even work for the bad guys. He was a hired gun. Now we can't tell who hired him. And Bond is like, yeah, but there's one dead bomber. And she's like, yeah, one. There are millions out there. And now we can't kill him from the top because you killed the wrong guy. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, not James Bond. And she's like, fuck you. Um, she's basically like, I, I clearly, I promoted you too early. Mm-hmm. You are. I made a mistake. Yeah. Basically like you're a blunt instrument and you're too emotionally connected to these jobs. You do things out of rage. You do things out of emotion. Mm-hmm. You need to be colder. You need to be more detached from these kinds of things. Not just women, actual like mm-hmm. things. Uh, and she's like, I, I think I'm, I clearly gave you double O status too early. Uh, and James is like, well, double O's don't last very long. So your mistake will only last a couple of years. <laughs> and she's like, listen, you have to act dispassionately and not quite as shooty. Uh, so we found out through, uh, M's information mm-hmm. that the, some of the bad guys found out some of the names. And they are in Nassau, Bahama. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Daniel Craig gets off a plane and he's wearing a suit in the Bahamas and that's gotta suck. 
he he gets into a car. He drives the all-new Ford Focus, available now for only 20% down at your local dealer. Uh, and Bond scopes out a new location. Uh, we're not really sure where we are. It's like a hotel, resort kind of thing. But, like, really rich people mm-hmm. be here. So know? Bond is, like, looking around. He's noticing the cameras. And he goes down to tie his shoe. And somebody throws his keys at him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I need you to park the car. He's just like, oh. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. Sorry, sir. <laughs> so Bond gets, steals the man's car. <laughs> and he goes and he drives it to the parking lot. And he puts it in the parking space. Drives up. And then backs into it so hard. It sets off. It hits, like, this rail, which sets off all the rich people's cars. <laughs> Knocks on all of the, the alarms are going off. And he gets out and just, like, throws the keys away. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Now, I, I, I will say, James Bond is not a good person. No. He is cold. He's misogynistic. He's a dick. He's terrible to work with. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't, like, think. So I know what I'm going to say kind of contradicts some things, mm-hmm. but fuck, is he cool? <laughs> like, he's not, but he is. Like That's true. He is. I don't want to be like him, but you're just like, wow. I hate to admit it, but he just did something real cool. So. <laughs> That's this movie in a nutshell. <laughs> I hate to admit it, but fuck, is he cool? Um, and, and the way Daniel Craig plays him... Mm-hmm. It, it's not that obvious kind of, like, smarmy, swar- swarthy thing uh-huh. that Pierce Brosnan does. It's a very, like, understated, mm-hmm. batty assery So. Anyway. Uh, clues point to a corrupt Greek official, Alexei Dimitros. Uh, I'm sorry, not Alexei, just Alex. Alex <laughs> Dimitros. Uh, I've been playing a lot of... Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey recently. It's a whole thing. Um, so Bond sneaks into security to find him, his face, and locate him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Alex, who seems to be driving a real pretty Aston Martin. Don't worry about that. Uh, we get his location of his room through the the Aston Martin. He goes up to this the like lady behind the desk. It's like, hi, there's this Aston Martin, and I... I accidentally scratched it. Do you know who the owner is so I can apologize and, and give him money for it? And she's like, yeah, you don't want to do that. That's uh, that's Mr. Alex Dimitros, and he's a sharp temper. He's like, yes, I know, but I really do feel like it's, you know, my responsibility. And she's like, room 32, but fucking look out. <laughs> and he's like, I got it. But you're on your own, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, because when you're in the Bahamas, you do Bahamas shit. Yeah. Bahamanian shit, excuse me. Uh, so Pond goes for a swim, and we get this, like, slow motion cheesecake shot of him getting out of the water, and he's, like, shirtless and glistening. <laughs> and damn, is he fine. I was gonna say, I have written here, um, <laughs> we get a cheesecake shot of Daniel Craig's abs, and then you went, wow, he's pretty, and I'm like, my wife approves. <laughs> He is pretty. He is, though, right? Like Daniel and, Craig is a very handsome man. And it's one of those things that you're just like, we get so many shots of women yeah. of that in, like, every kind of action movie. Hell, we got it in um, Fast and Furious. That's true. It happened with uh With Giselle. Uh-huh. So, like... Poor Gal Gadot. I know. They did our girl dirty! 
So, like, whenever I see that, I'm like, God bless you. Equal opportunity. Get your shots in. And there is a lot of shots of yes, Daniel Craig. Yes, straight women and gays everywhere approve. I'm sure. So, Adam <laughs> gets information of what Bond is doing. Because, like, Bond is trying to do things on the sly. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell M that this is where he was going. But he's also using her information to hack into these accounts. <laughs> so, it's one of those things, like, I'm not telling you, but you're going to know. <laughs> and M's whole job this movie is just going, what the sup? Oh, my God. Oh. I'd like to point out that she rolls over in bed to find out this. And her side table yep. turns into a secret operative computer with, I assume, Mr. M just sleeping like two feet away. Yeah. Or a gentleman caller. I don't judge. I believe she is married. Yeah. Yeah. So Mr. M, sound asleep. Mm-hmm. Does he know his wife's side table turns into a super secret spy, spy table? You'd have to. <laughs> That's just something you'd have to know. Or she's just really good at spy shit. Uh-huh. Like. Because she's just sitting there on the phone, talking at full volume, looking at this bright screen. He must know. He must. So, uh, Bond joins a small little poker game in the bar that Alex is playing in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex is a dick to his wife. Yeah, fuck him. So, like, as he's kind of, like, browbeating her, you can see Bond look at her like, hey. Hey, girl. Because he's a man whore like that. He's such a man whore. Uh, Bond goes in on, on the bet, and Alex is kind of running low on money. So he bets the Aston Martin. He bets the car. Uh, and so Bond's like, sure, why not? Because the, 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 the dealer's like, no, no, we can't do that. And Bond's like, I don't know. Give him a chance to win back his money. So Bond goes all in. So does Alex. Uh, and Alex has a three of a kind with kings. Mm-hmm. Great hand. Bond has three of a kind with aces. Better hand. <laughs> Bond wins the Aston Martin. Woo! And just to fuck with him, he asks for the valet ticket. <laughs> Don't forget about the valet ticket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then Bond sleeps with his wife. <laughs> he uses his own car uh-huh. to seduce his wife. Uh, the wife's name is Solange. and uh, Like Beyonce's sister? Yes. I didn't catch her name. So Yeah, it's only said once or twice. And so Bond is like, hey. Hey, girl. How you living? And she's just like, ah, yes, you're very good at stealing my husband's stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. Your boyfriend's a dick. He mm-hmm. ain't shit. He can suck on my dick. <laughs> uh, and she's like, yeah, you're right. And he's like, why don't we go for a drink? And she's like, I can't. My husband will be even madder. He's like, yeah, but fuck him. I'll take you to my house. She's like, okie dokie. <laughs> so they get in the Aston Martin. He drives really fast down the road. Takes a left turn, takes a left turn, takes a left turn in the back of the hotel. <laughs> and he goes, oh, we're at my house. <laughs> um, so, You're the guy who stole my husband. Yeah, and I'm also the guy who's about to steal his girl. Steal your girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, as they are in, um, how do I say this? As they are pre-coital. <laughs> Uh, that's the best way I, I can say it, because I was going to say it while they're going downtown to Bone Town. <laughs> Why don't you just say that? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Solange is just like, ah, you you like married women? And he's like, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, so, does the word ellipsis mean anything to you? <laughs> She's like, not even a little bit. I don't care, and I don't want to care. And he's like, yeah, I get that. Your uh, your husband seems to say it a lot. What, is, what does he think ellipsis means? 
And then the phone rings, and it's it's Alex. She's like, I don't know, you want me to ask him? <laughs> and Alex is like, hey, uh, uh, going to Miami right now, don't wait up. And she's like, yeah, he's going to Miami, so we got all night. And he's like, absolutely. Then we need more champagne. He gets up, he calls room service, and he's like, yeah, can I get super expensive champagne and beluga caviar? And he's like, is that for two? And he goes, nope, just for one. He hangs up and leaves. <laughs> well, at least he's classy and left her, like, something fancy. Yeah. Uh, so we tail him to Miami. And at a Miami casino, they kind of, like, notice each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Bond kind of walks towards him. He kind of walks towards him, too. Alex, Alex has a knife. Mm-hmm. And, like, he pulls it out. And they get really close to each other, and he's trying to surreptitiously stab him in the stomach. So we have this, like, little uh, knife battle as Alex is pushing the knife towards Bond, and Bond's pushing the knife towards Alex. <laughs> and Bond literally goes, over there. Like, he, he looks behind him like, what's that? And he looks, and he gets stabbed in the chest. Yeah, he, like, smacks him in the face and stabs him in the chest yeah. or something like that. He literally goes, uh, you can't see it, but he does that, like, hey, what's up? Head nod? <laughs> and Alex is like, huh? <laughs> Dead. Uh, and so, like, as he, he walks into a chair and just like, and you stay here now. <laughs> uh, he grabs some stuff of his. And he sees a phone. Mm-hmm. And he was the person to trigger ellipsis, whatever that is. Um, he calls the number and finds that uh, Alex's accomplice <laughs> is here in the casino. Uh, in the, in, like, airport casino thing Mm -hmm. so bond chases ben platt's lookalike uh all the way to the airport because bad guy's about to blow up bomb blow up uh the thing Mm -hmm. so he calls he calls mi6 he's like get me judy dench and he's like she's not here and he's like i don't care get me m he's like hello uh m bond what are you doing he's like m i'll call you back (laughs) yeah he says something like there's a bomb in Miami Dade. Uh, get me M. He's like, please hold. And I'm like, what do you mean, please hold? <laughs> uh, and so he's like, I'll call you back. Uh, and he sees the, the the Ben Platt. Go, it's not Ben Platt. I just want to say that. But Ben Platt <laughs> uh, enters a code into a door and walks through. Yeah. Uh, and Bond looks and he's like, I don't know how to hack into it. That's that's why he's calling M. Hack into this for me. And he realizes, he looks at it for a second. And he looks at the phone. And the phone says ellipsis. Mm-hmm. He walks up, and on the keypad spells out ellipsis, and it opens. It was the the key to the door. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah. So. Uh. M calls again. He's like, are, "Are are you okay? What's going on?" He goes, "Yeah, I gotta go." <laughs> um. So bad guy goes into the place. He dresses up as security, mm-hmm. and then he pulls the fire alarm, getting everybody outside. Um, he then gets into a giant fuel truck and straps a bomb to the underside. It's a little, like, grenade-looking thing. It's really more of a flashlight-looking thing. Yeah. Like, with a beeper on it. It's uh, very strange. Yeah, so it's not, like, a big, like, dynamite bomb. It's a little bomb. <clears throat> they use the fl- fuel tanker, drive it into the, uh... Jetliner. Drive it into the jetliner, blow everything up. All in the name of stock markets, guys. It's it's a lot of money we're dealing with right now. Lashifer needs this to work because you don't want to fuck with an Ugandan warlord. Fair. And fuck with, we don't. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he gets into the tanker and drives away. Bond is like, eh, it's going to be me. 
Uh, so he gets in another <laughs> car, and we have a, we have ourselves a little car fight. Pond uh, jumps onto the thing and is like on top of it, trying to get to the the driver's seat. And the driver he doesn't even realize it for a little bit, and then Bond falls off and like hangs onto it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, son of a bitch, that's James Bond. <laughs> uh, and so he drives to kind of get him off. Um, at one point, he sees another car coming towards him. So he's going to, like, skid with that other car, basically, to crush James. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so he bails out, rolls on the ground. And then, like, as he scrapes on the thing, he kind of turns around a little bit. And James just jumps right back on. <laughs> he gets inside the truck, and they start just fist fighting each other it's clear what he's gonna do at this point and he's gonna drive it in and then jump out mm-hmm. uh so bond is trying to stop him yeah don't do that um the driver he he clips the brakes and he gets ready to go out and he goes to jump and james like grabs him by the scruff of the neck he's like ah no 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 we're both dying here idiot <laughs> um so we go through this big kerfuffle. The guy eventually does bail out. So James is like, oh, great. Uh, and he tries to step on the brakes. The brakes don't work. And the bomb uh, is underneath the thing. It's like he finds the bomb. He deals with that. Kicks the guy out of the car. And he's like, now what do I do? So he takes the idea to let go of the gas and skid the car. Skid the truck. Uh, so it, it stops on its own. He does, he skids it, and he gets real, real close to the fancy-ass jetliner. There is gasoline fucking yeah, everywhere. Yeah, shot, because that's what you do with a fucking fuel tank, is you shoot it. What is, who thinks that? Who nah, thinks nah, nah. that? So there's fuel leaking everywhere, James skids it, uh, and he basically uh, saves everybody. <laughs> and he's just like, the fuel is leaking out of the thing. <laughs> and James is like, oh, Okay. The Skyliner is saved. He gets out of the car and he's just like, that went well. That went well. And he's immediately arrested. Yeah, because for once security's doing its fucking job. So he looks like a terrorist. So he's like, I did it. Oh, Jesus. And so they slam him against the car. And you see the bad guy who bailed out. He's got the trigger. And he's like looking at James. He's looking at the trigger. And you see the bomb. And the bomb is hanging there. Beep, beep, beep. And he kind of looks at James like, And he hits the button. And the beeping starts getting louder. And starts getting more frequent. Beep, 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 beep. And the guy looks around and he realizes the bomb is attached to his belt. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Boom! Oof. And James is like, his head is on the, the boot of the car and he just kind of like smiles like, ha moron. <laughs> he blew up. So, um, Le Schiefer. He saved the day somehow. Yeah, uh, you would be surprised. There's still another hour and a half of this movie. That sounds like the plot. <laughs> we haven't even gotten started. Uh, so the Schieffer gets word that the stocks didn't go down because the bomb never blew up. Yeah. And he has lost hundreds of billions. Yeah, the puts expired because that's what they do in the stock market. You have to buy them at a set time. Yeah. Uh, so he has lost an insane amount of money. So he goes, huh. Someone talked, <laughs> and he gets up and he walks away. James shows back up at the um, hotel resort he was at, mm-hmm. and he's like, ah, it's a good day to be James Bond. And M shows up, and she's like, hi, James. And he's like, hi, M. Look what you did. And he goes, what, blowing up the thing? Oh, no. And we look, and Solange is dead. Super dead. Solange is dead, and in 
like uh, a hammock. Yeah. Um, Lashifer apparently believed that Alexi talked to Solange, and Solange talked to whoever did the bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they killed her because Alex is already dead. Um, so here is the plan B. When in doubt, just like anybody else who really desperately needs to make rent money, <laughs> the Sheaver is going to gamble. <laughs> he has set up a high, high, high stakes poker game. Uh, he's never heard of counting cards in Vegas. Like, what, what the yeah, hell is right? this? Yeah, Get all the billionaires together. We all put in money. High stakes poker. Whoever wins gets all the money. He wants it, obviously, to be himself. So, what we're going to do mm-hmm. is send Bond in there because he knows how to play poker. Why not? Yeah, he did win an Aston Martin that way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and Bond is like, why are we doing that? Because, because you think Le Chiffre has $150 million? And Bond is like, I, I've never met the man. <laughs> Why would I think that? It's like, basically, we make sure, all we have to do is make sure he doesn't win the money. Mm-hmm. You don't have to win, but he can't. Mm-hmm. Do that, and then obviously he will come to us because he needs the money and he doesn't want to die. Mm. And then we'll get information out of him. And James is like, ah, it's not the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why not? So. Hold out your arm. What? what? Yeah, so they do a thing. <laughs> like, James, hold out your arm. He's like, okie dokie. And some guy walks in with the biggest goddamn needle gun I've ever seen. And he doesn't flinch because I would immediately pull my arm back and go, what the fuck is yeah. that? So the, the way the scene goes, he goes and he injects James. <laughs> She's like, Bond, hold out your arm. He's like, okie dokie. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> this is a tracking device because we can't trust James Bond to brush his own teeth. So we are chipping him like a puppy. Basically, that's exactly <laughs> what this is. We're chipping them like a puppy. So we can keep tabs on him wherever he is while he's undercover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to bring in a $100 million buy-in. Oh, boy. Uh, from British intelligence. From British money. Yeah, from the Treasury Department. So we... So Bond is on a train. He's headed to Montenegro. <laughs> and uh, he meets with British Treasury agent Vesper Lind mm-hmm. uh, she's here because we need a hundred million dollars and we don't trust him and so Vesper's like hey um, if we don't do this the British government is directly responsible for giving a hundred million dollars to terrorists <laughs> this is the stupidest plan I've ever heard in my life <laughs> well she like she makes kind of like snide remarks about it uh-huh. Yeah, no, there's no reason we shouldn't give $100 million to terrorists. And James goes, you think this is a bad plan? <laughs> and she's like, yep. <clears throat> so James does this thing where he's like, it's okay, I'm very good at reading people. It's not about playing your cards, it's about playing the man in front of you. She's like, oh really, what are you planning? She goes, well, I can tell by your... And he like, runs her down like Sherlock Holmes did. Mm-hmm. And like picks out his like, ah, I can tell by this that you're an orphan. And this, by this, and this, and this. And she's like, oh, okay, all right, I get that. That's cool, you're right. So I can tell by the way you blah, 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 and does the exact same thing to James. It's <laughs> like, what do you think, am I right? And he's like, huh. <laughs> she's like, I like this poker thing. <laughs> and she gets up and she's like, I'm out of here. Don't fuck up. <laughs> and he's like, cool, bye, Vesper. So Bond gets their new personas, mm-hmm. uh, and they're supposed to be very much in love. 
And so they had to have this like um flirty banter back and forth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, apparently my name is uh Mr. Buick and your name is Mrs. Broadchest. <laughs> and she goes, No, it's not. And he goes, Yeah, you have to you have to assume I'm correct on this one. <laughs> Uh, which is funny because in like 1978, that would be her name. <laughs> uh, one of the characters' name was Pussy Galore, for God's sakes. I thought that was a joke. No. Oh. Why? <laughs> Welcome to the James Bond. <laughs> um, so he goes, besides, you're not really my type. And she says, smart? And he goes, no, single. <laughs> so they make it to the hotel. Uh, and James and Vesper walk into the room. Uh, and James like, hi, how's it going? Uh, I have a room for James Bond. It's under Mr. Blank. <laughs> this is my uh, associate, Vesper Lind. <laughs> and Vesper's like, what's the, what the fuck, man? <laughs> we had one, we are not one minute into this mission and you're already a dick. And he goes, listen, my name is cooler than that. No. Um, <laughs> he goes, listen, um, there's too much money going around for Lashifa not to know it's me. So either uh, he knows it's me mm-hmm. and chose to play me anyway, or he's going to know it's me because I'm pretty obviously cute. So, <laughs> I'm pretty obviously James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's so well connected that no matter what happens, he's going to know it's me. He's going to know I'm James Bond. And he's going to know where the money came from the British government. So why, why not? What's the point in hiding? And Vesper goes, yeah, now he knows something else. You're reckless. <laughs> and James is just like, Oh, shit. Uh, and so she gets into the, the elevator. And she's like, take the next one. This place isn't big enough for me and your ego. I like her. Yeah. So Bond meets with his contact, Mathis. Uh, and Mathis basically says, hey, if you get in trouble, you are alone. There is no helping you here, so be careful. Mathis will act as our explanation as to what poker is. <laughs> Because during the actual casino part, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all he's doing is leaning over to Vesper going, that's a straight flush. That's better than two eights. He's got $28 million now. If he's going all in, he's going to have to bet it all. Those are playing cards. (laughs) That guy's hair looks nice. Like, that's all he does. Well, to his credit, I don't know what's better, a straight flush or a full house, right? Me either. I was going to say full house, but I don't know. That's what I mean. Like, could you just explain which hand is higher? Yeah. Because there's a certain point where he does a thing and everyone's like, <gasps> and I'm also like, yeah. <gasps> yeah, I also. also. <gasps> and I'm like, did he do it? Did he fail? Did he succeed? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody tell me something. Hey, Mathis, explain this to yeah. me. You need that thing. Like, if you watch poker on TV, there's a little thing, like, in the back right-hand corner. Yeah, that tells you who has. Tells you who has what and what the percentage is. Yeah. Love that. Thanks. Need that. <laughs> so, in the hotel room. Uh, Bond walks in and he's like, here, we got you a dress. Mm-hmm. She's like, that is barely a dress. What is that? That's not a dress. That's a sensor bar. What yeah. is? And he's like, you need this because they all eyes need to be on you when you come in and kiss my neck and wish me good luck. Because mm-hmm. if they're on you, their eyes are not on their cards. She's like, all right, I get it. And Bond walks to his bed and notices a dinner jacket. <laughs> and he picks it up and he goes, what? What the fuck is this? I have a dinner jacket. And she goes, yeah, well, there are dinner jackets, and then there are dinner jackets. And he looks at it and he goes, it's tailored. How did you know my size? He goes, I sized you up from the minute we saw. <laughs> Damn it. That's spy shit. Yeah. That, 
at the Casino Royale, Bond meets Le Chiffre, who does indeed know he's James Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone gathers in to put, uh, to put in their money into a password-protected account mm-hmm. that can only be opened uh, when the game is over. Mm-hmm. The winner will put in their password, and then the company will send the money to whatever account they feel like as long as they have the account number. Okay. So, Bond enters his password that we cannot see. It has to be uh, six, uh, six letters or more. Mm-hmm. And we start the game. Uh, small blind, 5,000. Big blind, 10,000. Let's poker. Let's poker! Bond spends a long time looking at the sheaf. The sheafer. Sheafer. Uh, and notices he has a tell. Um, so on the weeping eye, it mm-hmm. twitches when he's bluffing. So uh, Vesper comes in wearing the fuck out of that dress. Yeah, she looks like a trillion bucks. Uh, Damn, girl. Yeah. And she, like, she does the thing where she bends down and, like, kisses him. She's like, good luck. And he's like, uh, I thought you were supposed to come in where everybody can see you. She's like, watch, everybody can see me. <laughs> Bitch, everyone can see me. <laughs> and she walks back to the bar, and he's with, she's with Mathis. And he's like, uh, I don't have to tell you how good you look, because everybody's still literally looking at you. <laughs> and she's and, like, hell yeah. And every man, person who is interested in women is still staring at her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I say that because quite a few women turn their heads, too, and still remain mm-hmm. staring at her. So, uh, four hours go by, and it's time to take a break. Mm-hmm. So, Bond goes over to Vesper uh, and, like, just straight up kisses her. Mm-hmm. She's like, hi, thought we weren't doing bluffs anymore. Mm-hmm. She goes, no, I'm starting up a new one. Because mm-hmm. now they're going to think uh, we're a whole thing together. Trust me, it works. Uh, and she's like, okay, well, what, what have you found? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, the sheeper has a tell. His eye twitches when he's bluffing. Mm-hmm. We just do that the whole game, and we're good. And she's like, okay, cool, cool. Uh, let's go up to our room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they leave the casino. Le Chiffre returns to his room, where his girlfriend is, like, sta- standing on the balcony. And he's like, and he's pissed, because he's losing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, what is going on? What are you doing out here? She's like, sorry. Sorry for what? And an Ugandan giant comes out of nowhere. Oh, God. <laughs> starts choking Le Chiffre and just beating the shit out of him. And she's like, hey. Where's my money? <laughs> Why don't I have money? I should have much money. Now I have no money. Remember how we said don't piss off African lower warlords? Yeah. So he's literally saying, like, you can't lose that kind of money and have nobody notice. <laughs> uh, so we're here to kill him. Um, so James kind of notices something's going on. So he takes a package that was given to him by M uh, very early on in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets in the thing with uh, Vesper. And he's, like, just opening it, like, casually, like you'd open mail. Mm-hmm. Reaches in, and it's a gun. <laughs> and it's, like, he's got a, a, a thing in his ear, like, a, a radio in his ear. Mm-hmm. It's a silencer, and he puts it on. And Vesper's like, what is happening right now? Again, I don't agree yeah. with what's happening, but damn, is he cool. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so what we're going to do is I got to go check out a thing. I'm going to need you to go back to the room. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okie dokie. <laughs> so uh, Bond walks through the hallway, and he hears screaming. Because mm-hmm. what, with the torture and all? You know, because there was a girl who was being held hostage by an African warlord. Yeah. So the guy, the warlord comes in, and he's got a machete, because of course he does. <laughs> uh, and he like, ah, I should cut off your arm, but you needed to play poker. But she doesn't! And so like he grabs his girlfriend and like holds it, uh, like swings for her arm and stops <laughs> before cutting it off. And he goes, you didn't even flinch. You didn't even protest a little bit. You need to find a better boyfriend. <laughs> He's like, all right, let's go, kids. Huh. 
And to the warlord's credit, he's right. He's right. So James has the uh, radio on his ear. We got a silenced pistol, and he's got what kind of looks like a, the blueprints of the hotel on his phone, but it kind of tells him where people are. Yeah, he's got a mini map. I don't know how. Yeah, basically he's got a mini map. Uh, so they go up to the floor. They start walking through. Uh, and James is like, you need to go upstairs. There's going to be violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Vesper's like, gotcha. And she goes back to the elevator, but the elevator won't come. And he's like, take the stairs. Shit's happening. <laughs> She's like, gotcha. She runs over the stairs, but somebody starts coming out of the room. Uh, they didn't cut off the lady's hand. They're just like, just be better to each other. And so he's like, fuck. So they go over and they start making out in the stairwell. Just like, oh, just two crazy kids not paying attention to the war crime going on in there. You you know your relationships in the dumpster when a African warlord is giving you relationship advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the warlord kind of walks past and they're just like, all right, let's go. And he looks at James and he sees the radio in his ear. Mm-hmm. And he's like, huh, that ain't normal. And then he shoots him <laughs> or shoots at him. And James is like, yeah, we're blown. <laughs> and so we get us a fighting. Uh, we fight into the stairwell. And the best way I can say this fight goes is we throw people down the stairwell. <laughs> a lot. Well, the first guy, he just went down straight down the middle and he's super dead. Like, yeah, oh yeah, he's dead as shit. <laughs> but the guy with the machete, who I think is actually the warlord. Yes. Uh, is just swinging for literally the fences. Yeah. Like, so the, the first guy, we just shove him down the thing and he collides to the ground. Dead as shit. Uh, and mm-hmm, then the mm-hmm. warlord comes in with the machete and is just swinging and hitting walls. Uh, and James is like, hup, ho, hup, uh. this is supposed to be a nice hotel. Where is the security in yeah. this hotel? And Vesper, he's just like, Vesper, run, run, Vesper, Vesper, run. <laughs> um, so they eventually, they get down to the final floor mm-hmm. and they kind of like knock each other over the railing mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, oh, they're going to fall. Uh, and then they hit the floor and they're just like, okay, never mind. <laughs> um, and James grabs him around his neck and gets him in a rear naked choke and starts to choke him to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the warlord is reaching around and he finds James's gun. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to grab it. And Vesper's like, ha, ah, ah, ha, ah. And she runs over and like takes the gun and just starts beating the man with it. Yeah. Keep in mind, Vesper can't get out of this situation because she keeps trying like doors and yeah. they keep not working. Yeah. She's trying her best, but she can't leave. Again, what kind of hotel is this? Uh, yeah. So James, he chokes him and he chokes him and eventually he dies. Um, and this really shakes Vesper. So, like, James gets up and he's like, oh, go to Mathis. Tell him I hit the bodies downstairs. And she's just like, oh, oh. And she goes, no, no, no. Go to Mathis. Tell them I hid the bodies downstairs. Go. Mm-hmm. And she's like, right, right. Gotta go. Um, so, James kind of goes in uh, and cleans himself up because he's got a lot of, a lot of the blood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you know, he kind of, kind of cleans himself up. He walks into Vesper's room uh, and he notices a broken wine glass. And he's like, well, that's not good. And he can hear the shower running. So he goes in and Vesper is sitting in the shower, fully clothed and just like sort of not rocking back and forth, but just kind of crying because that's some serious shit. I thought for a half second, like, the other warlords came and hung Vesper or some shit. Yeah, yeah, it gets, yeah. I thought really she was going to be dead in the shower and be like, oh, nope, okay, she's just having a pain. On the scale of things that could happen, this is pretty good. Yeah, so James walks in, 
and sits next to her in the shower again fully clothed he just sits next to her in the shower mm-hmm. and he's like hey how you doing and she's like i feel like i still have blood on my hands <laughs> like lady like lady Macbeth. Mm-hmm. and he goes ah watch and he kind of like puts one of her fingers in her mouth mm-hmm. it's like see you know i got blood um and then they're just kind of sitting there and he looks and she's shivering a little bit mm-hmm. and he goes are you cold and she's like yeah all right hold on and he like turns on the hot water a little bit more <laughs> just stay here till it's all over and again this is another uh, this is a kill that's very messy it's very violent it's very <laughs> dirty yeah um and you see the reaction it has on people <laughs> vesper's not a spy she's not part of mi6 she's an accountant yeah. She's a pretentious accountant. The reason why she's here is to whether or not determine whether or not uh to give him more money for the gambling operation. Yeah. Because this is an insane plot. Yeah, this is nuts. Um so the next morning he he walks out uh and sees uh how Mathis like disposed of the bodies. All that kind of... He updates on Vesper's condition. Mm-hmm. Math is like, ah, so she's melted your icy heart. Mm-hmm. He's like, what in the... What in gay hell are you talking about? What? <laughs> she's like, oh, it's just, you know, I've noticed you've taken quite a liking to her. And he's like, I will pay you $10 to never talk to me again. <laughs> and then he walks back. I will reach into this bag, pull out the million dollar chip, and give it to you. Yeah. If you stop talking. If you just shut up forever. <laughs> so he goes back into the game, and Lashifer is sitting there, and he goes, ah, oh, James, you've changed your shirt. Certainly, I hope this game isn't uh, causing perspiration. Mm-hmm. And James goes, ah, oh, no, it's fine. It is a little nerve-wracking. But uh, I'll get worried when I start weeping blood. <laughs> and he just, like, stares at him. And was like, fucking, I hate you. <laughs> um, fuck you. Fuck you, too. So back in the game, uh, Bond notices the tell on the sheaf. Mm-hmm. And he begins to bet all in for a heads-up play. million. It's a lot of money, and it's all the money we have left. Yeah. Yeah, it's all in, which means all all his money's in. And the chief, you know, he's he's doing the Twitch thing. Uh, And he goes, ha-ha, I got this. And so Bond's like, all in. And the chief's like, I too am all in. He goes, I'll fucking bet you are. Uh, And Bond's like, whoa, full house, kings and aces. And the chief's like, whoa, four jacks. I win. Bond is out. And I was like, wait, that trumps the other thing? Someone explain poker to me. Yeah. Uh, Bond is out. And the Schieffer stands up and he goes, huh, you must have thought I was bluffing. So somebody told him about his tell. Somebody talked. Somebody talked and told the Schieffer about the tell. And the mission has failed. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bond walks out, talking to Vesper on the balcony. He goes, yep. <clears throat> Well, I'm going to need that $5 million so I can buy myself back in. Yeah. And Vesper's like, no. It's like, well, look, okay, I get it. I fucked up. I went too quick and I went too, you know, I, I, I let it kind of get the better of me. I can mm-hmm. beat him. I know I can. I just need the $5 million. And Vesper's like, no. <laughs> We've already paid so much into it. We're not letting this happen. Remember how I said we don't want to fund terrorism? Yeah. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. So let me get this straight. Your answer is, let's just give the terrorist the money he's already got. Sorry, everybody. But they didn't want to give up $5 million to save the world. She's like, here's the thing. You don't want to go in there to save the world. You don't want to go in there because this is the right thing to do. You want to go in there because he beat you and it bruised your ego. Mm. You're not in this because 
like, oh, that's the right thing to do. You're in this because you want to beat him because he beat you. And that's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to feed your ego. You're not getting it. And you're just like, um, that makes sense. <laughs> and even Mon is like, I, mm, I'll be in my room. I am not smart enough to come up with a counter-argument. So, Bond is a little bit uh, upset. So, he sees Lashifer walking out the door. He's like, I'm going home. Fuck this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I'm, I'm done for the day. He sees him with his girlfriend. And so, Bond takes a knife. And he's like, going to do this the old-fashioned way. <laughs> and he gets bumped by uh, somebody else, in the, another player in the game. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, what a game we're playing, right? And he goes, yeah, can you excuse me? I have work to do over in that just she for direction. <laughs> and he goes, ah, oh, I figured I'd just uh, introduce myself. Sorry, I couldn't do it before. I wasn't seeing that we're family. And he's like, yeah, but pardon? <laughs> Bitch, what? This is Felix Leiter. He's a CIA agent. Hey. And he goes, listen, I'm bleeding chips. I'm going to lose. I can see it coming. You're a better poker player than me. I will give you the $5 million to buy yourself back in on one uh, one solution. And he's like, all right, you give the Schieffer to me. Mm-hmm. You take the money. I don't give a shit. We get to put Lashifer in an American prison. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Yeah, Let's why not? So we Bond, have our buy-in. Yeah, we got the buy-in. Bond walks in. He's like, "Hey guys, bet you thought you saw the last of me." Money. Let's do this. And Lashifer's like, "Huh? Fucking hate that." <laughs> So he kind of looks over to his girlfriend, who's still with him for some reason. Yeah, again, why is that blonde girl who almost lost an arm mm-hmm. still with this guy? I would have packed up all my shit and left. Like, like two seconds after someone threatened to cut off my arm, I would have been like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah. And after the whole thing goes down, Bond goes to the bar, because what else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just like, oh, and he sits down. And he goes, vodka martini. And the guy goes, shaken or stirred? He goes, do I look like I give a damn? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, he's also drinking a fancy martini. Yeah. Um, it's got a twist. It's got certain vodka in it. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, That's good. I just made this up on the spot because it sounded fancy. I should come up with a name for it. <laughs> uh, so he gets a martini to come to his table as they're doing the, the thing. And you see his girlfriend, um, Lashifa's girlfriend, mm-hmm. pours something in one of the martini glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it gets served and Bond drinks it. And he's like, All right. Uh, let's poker. And Bond is just like cards, cards. I'm dying. <laughs> I'm definitely dying. Like, and he starts to sweat. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh. <clears throat> and you can see the chief looking at him like, <laughs> God damn it, I'm evil. And he's just like, oh. deal me out. <clears throat> And he's kind of, he walks immediately to the bathroom, grabs a glass, and he's trying to vomit out the poison, whatever he ingested. Yeah, he just drinks a whole salt shaker and a uh, tumbler of water. Yeah. Hoping poison will just throw itself up. Uh, it doesn't work. So he stumbles out to his car and just like collapses in the, in the, the seat, in the, the passenger seat. And he takes out um, a really fancy first aid kit uh, and he shoves something into his arm. To nudge the chip. Yeah, and yeah, he shoves something into his arm, and then back at home, they're just like, uh, guys, 007's been poisoned. Mm-hmm. Uh, call M. <laughs> and a doctor. And a doctor, also. Uh, and they call him, and they're like, James, are you okay? He's like, I've been better. Because, <laughs> okay, James, uh, 
listen and don't talk back because you have two minutes before your heart stops. Mm-hmm. And he goes, cool, what do you got? Uh, and so they... Uh, he, but basically what's happening is it, he's going into cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. The poison is stopping his heart. Um, so they walk him through what to do. He grabs a defibrillator from the glove box mm-hmm. and attaches them to his chest. But he's fading and he's fading fast. Mm-hmm. And it's like before you fire it, there's a blue syringe, like an EpiPen in the, in the box. Mm-hmm. Hit it in your mid-neck. It should keep you awake for the last little bit. And so he stabs it into his, into his neck. And they're like, <laughs> okay, James, you're going to pass out here in a couple of seconds. Fire that charge. And he goes, got it. And he hits the button, and it doesn't fire. Oh, shit. Oh, no. It doesn't fire. Uh, and he kind of looks out, and there's a... The uh, wire fell There's out. a wire. It just fell out because it's a cheap piece of shit, I guess. Yeah, because this is actual... Like, I've always had a problem with, like, movie technology. Like, just once I wanted them to, like, go into some secret lab base and try to steal a bunch of files, mm-hmm. and they couldn't do it because the drive wasn't formatted correctly. Yeah, Or, like... They try to do hook their computer to that thing, and they're like, "You can't. It's Mac." You know? Yeah, exactly. And they so like the thing comes out, and, goes, uh, and then reality sets in because that's a hundred percent what would happen in real life. Yeah. And so James, he tries to figure it out, and he notices. He goes, "Oh, great!" And then he dies. <laughs> he just flumps over. He passes out, and his heart rate begins to drop, <laughs> and eventually stops. Luckily, Vesper kind of followed him because well when you notice your partner is dying you go see what's up and she goes oh that ain't good so she puts the thing back in fires the the defib charge and it wakes james back up and he's just like oh oh what happened I'm like all right james you're good now get to a hospital and he's like uh-huh uh-huh right after i win this game and vesper's like you cannot be serious <laughs> goes yeah why uh, i'm good Men. Men. So he walks back into the game. Uh, Felix is losing. Mm-hmm. And so Bond walks in. And we're in the final, like, we're in the final stages. Mm-hmm. No more buy-in. Last last man standing. Here we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he walks in and Lashifer is shitting a brick. <laughs> and he looks at him just like, oh. James, I thought I killed you. And James sits down and goes, oh, sorry about that. That last hand nearly killed me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> So, here we go. One last head-to-head. Everybody's all in. Yes. This is the last hand of the game. And he goads the Schieffer into bringing it again. Mm-hmm. So, we are $150 million in the pot. Oh, boy. The Schieffer calls his bluff with a full house. Mm-hmm. And Bond throws down a straight flush. Beating everybody. Knocking the Schieffer out of the game. Winning the whole thing. This is the point where I realized I don't understand poker. Because you didn't know what was happening? I didn't know what was happening and everyone gasped. Mm -hmm. And I was just, I also was like, gasp! No! No! And I didn't know what happened. Did he lose? Did he win? What happened here? (laughs) And they're like, oh, he did it! Oh, yay! Good poker, everybody! Good poker, everybody! Did he win? Yes. Yay! Yay! (laughs) So, uh, at dinner that night, there's very little fanfare to him winning the big game. It was literally just like, and uh, the game's over. Congratulations to Mr. Bond. And he's like, cool. He hands the dealer, like, what must have been $50,000 worth of chips? No, it was the big red ones. So that was at least, um, the big, um, square ones were worth between half a million and a million dollars. Oh, excuse me, $500,000, yeah. So I thought he just handed him a fucking million as yeah. a tip. And I was yeah, just, he just stands up and he goes, that's for you. And he goes, thank you, sir. And I'm just like, that dealer just retired. Like, yeah, we're done now. Um, so at dinner that night, Vesper and Bond, Bond, Hey. Uh, um, they celebrate over a job well done. 
And he goes, oh, yes, he's drinking his fancy martini. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, yes, I've uh, come up with a name for it. Thought I'd call it the Vesper. And she's like, oh, he's cute like that. Mm-hmm. Vesper gets called by Mathis away for the night, and she bids Bond congratulations and adieu. And Bond is like, yeah, I like her. This has been a good night. Good for James. Mathis. Oh, hell. And he runs after Vesper. Uh, and he sees Vesper walking through the street, and she gets abducted and thrown into a car. Yeah, straight up. It was There was no smoothness to it. Yeah. Like, she's just walking, screaming, into a car. The reason why the Schieffer knew to tell? The only people he told were Vesper and Mathis. It was Mathis. And seeing as Vesper is screaming for her life. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we chase these bastards down. Bond gets in his fancy car and chases after it, but we can't really see the car in front of him. It's too dark, and they're too far away. So as Bond is driving, mm, as Bond is driving down this uh, desolate road, mm-hmm. uh, he's seen, he's riding fast, lights ahead of him. He sees Vesper in the road, yeah, like tied up, bound, and just lying sideways in the road. And he's too quick to slow down, so he swerves to the right and out of the way, and tries to swerve back onto the ro- road. But it rolls his car. Yep. He flips five or six times. That is some evil villain shit. Like, he yeah. tied her to the railroad That sounds like some snidely whiplash stuff. <laughs> he rolls and crashes and knocks himself out. Um, He's having a rough night. He's also still poisoned, by the way, guys. Yeah, technically, like, he just saved himself from death. Um, so, like, he kind of fades in and out of consciousness. And he sees the Schieffer and his bad guys. Mm-hmm. And they, they pull him out of the car. They cut his arm open and remove the tracking dot. Mm-hmm. And they're like, bring him to a fancy, uh, to our rusty boat. Mm-hmm. And the sheeper's like, ah, unfortunately, your friend Mathis is actually my friend Mathis. You know in that badass way that Mads Mikkelsen does? Yeah, you know in the way that just makes him sound so cool evil. Yeah. evil. If you haven't, like this is going to be a bit of a side tangent, but if you haven't seen Hannibal... The TV series? Do it. Watch it. It's on Netflix right now until the end of the month, I think. Um, the month being May. Yeah. Go <laughs> go see it. Because it's really, really good. So, or just find it online. It's got to be somewhere. Mm. Uh, so, we uh, wake up in this rusty-ass boat in the middle of dock nowhere. <laughs> uh, they throw James onto the floor and they put Vesper in another room all we hear is her screaming yeah so yeah he's straight up in the saw one bathroom down here yeah so they grab this like wicker chair mm-hmm. and then cut the bottom out oh that's weird eh. uh they get James and they undress him he's completely naked mm-hmm. and they sit him on the chair okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and so the Schieffer has like a ball like a ball and chain kind of thing. Guess what? It's like a heavy a heavy sack connected to a rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he's spinning it around and he swings it under the chair. <laughs> it's all sack. <laughs> and this, it's, it's, who ordered the genital torture? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never been a scene of torture scenes. So, you know. Yeah. I was like, I hope this ends soon. And also, ah. Yeah. So, he's he's doing the thing, but not before he takes the time to comment on how good James it looks. He goes, ah, James, you're clearly taking care of your body. Thanks. <laughs> Look, game recognizes game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <that one. laughs> 
<laughs> the Todd appreciates hot, no matter what kind of gender. To be fair to Mads Mikkelsen, he's right. He's right, but like, <laughs> just, like it's not strange, do, do you? Uh, so he begins to beat Bond with his ball and chain as he tries to get the combination of the safe with the money. Mm-hmm. Because only right now, James is the only person who can get it. He flat out refuses. <laughs> and instead he goes, excuse me, like while we're doing this, I've got kind of an itch down there. <laughs> Think you could help me? And he's like, all right, you're funny. I get that. And he swings it at him. And he goes, ah, no, to the left, to the left. <laughs> swings it again. And he goes, oh, there he goes. And he starts laughing. And he goes, what's so funny? He goes, now the whole world is going to know that you died scratching my balls. <laughs> and the Schieffer's like, I died. I died. Who's going to, you, hmm. You can't, you're the one. <laughs> he goes, that's, all right, fine. You're not going to give it to me. That's okay. I don't have to torture you. I can torture her. <laughs> She'll tell me if she hasn't told me already. Uh, and he's just like, I'm just going to kill you outright. That's all I got to do. And then somebody kicks open the door. And it's Mr. White from the beginning of the film. And he's like, hey, Mr. White, how's it going? And he goes, ah, the Schiefer, you fucked up. Boom! Shoots him in the skull. That's the end of Mads Mikkelsen. Bye, Mads. Now, I've seen this movie before, and I did not remember this happened. So it took me a second. I'm like, oh, so he comes back later? No, he's dead. Yeah. I was like, huh. Well, that was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. At this point, everything kind of gets picturesque a little bit. Yeah, it's almost like, well, he died there, and now everything else is a dream. Yeah, and I was just like, is he just going to wake up in fucking, back in this room from, like, blood loss, and yeah. be all like, wow. Like, it was way too picturesque. Things are going way too well. You know how at the beginning of, what's that one game uh, with the rainy stuff on it? Where it all starts Oh, Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain, where you're like, oh, someone's going to die. Something, yeah, something bad's happening. Uh, so, that's the end of the mission. Huh. Really, the Schieffer's dead. We have the money. The terrorists don't have it. All we have to do is wire it to the treasury. We win. Yeah. We win. Um, so basically what happens is, is Bond eventually wakes up in Rivendell. Uh, he wakes up in a hospital and he looks up and he sees Vesper and he sees Mathis and he's like, oh no, Mathis, not Mathis. And then a little bit later, he's just like in a hospital. He's out in a wheelchair kind of thing. He's looking at the ocean cause he's in a fancy ass rehab facility and Mathis is talking to him. Because you were recovering from genital torture and poisoning. Yeah, it's been rough. And also a gunshot wound and several claw marks. Like, Yeah, that's true. A doctor has a story about this guy. Mm-hmm. So Mathis is talking to him because nobody else knows Mathis is dirty. <laughs> and Mathis doesn't know that James knows he's dirty. Um, so they talk. And he's like, so what else do you remember? And he goes, this, this, and this. He goes, ah, oh, I see. And is that all you remember? You remember nothing else? There's nothing else you remember? <laughs> he goes, yeah, I, uh, I remember one other thing. And, like, bad co- the, the cops come in and have him arrested. Bye. Like, they don't even break step. They walk up behind him, grab him. They tase him. Tase him and drag him. Like, they do not stop even a little bit. Yeah. Just, it's a grab and tase, you know? Uh, he passes out from the taser. And yeah. I, and that's the end of Mathis. Bye. Okay, bye. Uh, and don't forget your leaders. Bye. So... <laughs> And that's that. And Bond's just kind of chilling. Vesper shows up. Like he takes a nap. Vesper shows up. And he's like, hey, how's it going? And she's hey, girl. Like, hey, how's it going? 
goes, so, we uh, we going to end up together? And Bond is like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean you think so? He goes, oh, I see it. All right. You put your armor back up. The mission is over. You you, you don't want to connect. He goes, no, you don't understand. I don't have armor left. Like, This job sucks. This job sucks. I like you more than I like this job. Let's just go. I'm a multimillionaire now. <laughs> so, like, we'll pay the money back to... The treasury department. The treasury, and then we're good. I mean, we have more than the treasury offered, so we'll just take the difference. Yeah. So, the guy shows up from Switzerland, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, here's all your money. All you have to do is type in the tracking number, mm-hmm. or the, the routing number. And Vesper types in the routing number. Mm-hmm. He goes, now all you need is the password. And James is like, oh, Vesper, you can do the password, too. And she's like, well, how the hell would I know your password? Because you should. Here, I'll tell you. V, E, S, P, E. R. Oh. Vesper. Uh, so they have the money and then it went to whatever account um, was there. <laughs> and we just kind of chill out for a little bit. Um, Bond is like, look, I'm going to retire. It's not that I need the fucking money anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll retire and we'll just hang out for a little bit. You ever see Venice? Yeah, it's like, let's go to Venice. And so they're on a beach somewhere and she's like, eh, this is good. This is a good shit. Yeah. Uh, and he says something like, oh, this happened, this happened. And then there's that fucking Mathis. Says, what happened to Mathis? He goes, oh, I didn't tell you. He was a traitor. Like, the reason why the chief knew his tell is because I told Mathis, and Mathis told him, what a dick. Yeah. And she goes, does everybody have a tell? And he goes, yeah, every single person has a tell. Except for you. Because that's why I think I love you so much. She's like, you love me? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Let's go to Venice. So we go to Venice. Run away with me to better days. Yeah. Run away with me. Run away with me. So he basically says, look, I don't have a whole lot of life left. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, being a, a 007. But, I mean, all the life I have, I want to give it to you. Oh, and it's real sweet. So, and again, I still think he's passed out on that floor, isn't he? Yeah. They're on a boat uh, in Venice. He tenders his resignation to M through email. Yeah. Just a really quick, um, I'm out this bitch. And, like, they're on a boat taking in the sights. And Vesper's, like, looking around. And she's like, yeah, this is nice. And I'm real confused because I saw Skyfall. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is, is he going to reply to that email, JK, never mind? Like, what the hell? Well, you'll see. So, like, she's looking around. And they're on this nice little boat. And they're kind of floating away. And she looks and she sees a gentleman... With glasses. But one eye is like a regular lens and the other eye is like a blacked out sunglass lens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she gets real uneasy. James, on the other hand, couldn't give a shit. He's driving the boat. He's having a good old time. Yay, Venice. So they uh, wake up in their hotel room and Vesper's like, all right, I got to go to the bank. Uh, and she's like, fucking why? <laughs> he goes, because I got to go. I want to pay for at least half of our travel. It just makes me feel better. And James is like, all right, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody texts uh, James's phone. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's your former employer. Can't take the hint. I'll be back in one month. All right, I'll go get the money. You get the supplies. We're out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and James is like, yeah, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> and so Vesper leaves. And as James is getting ready to leave, he gets a call from M. And he says, M, can't get take the hint, can you? <laughs> and he goes, okay, well, first of all, uh, we're going to talk about your resignation later. But right now, uh, we got to worry about the money you won. So you're going to 
give that to us anytime soon? And he goes, what do you mean? I got a nice man in my office asking me for hundreds yeah, of millions of asking dollars. Asking me for a hundred million dollars in uh, funds and we don't have it. So are you going to do that later? And James is like, yeah, I'm headed to the bank right now. Uh, so he calls the owner of the money, the guy who he gave the password to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, i um, having a little trouble accessing my funds. Uh, is there a, a holdup I need to worry about? And they're like, uh, no, sir. It went to the tracking number you uh, gave it gave to us. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the funds are being taken out by, right now at the bank. And he goes, by where? And he goes, uh, Venice, Italy. And she's like, oh, damn it. Uh, Vesper has screwed him. Yep. She withdrawed all the money. So. Oh, Vesper. Um. I Jan- liked you, Vesper. Yeah. So James chases her down through the streets of Venice to this shady back alley thing where he, like, he loads his gun. Uh, wherever Vesper's going, a lot of people are following her. Mm-hmm. Not just James. Uh, well, they were until James shoots one in the face with a silenced pistol. Yeah. Venice is, like, all the places he goes is weirdly cool with people just dropping dead. Yeah, it's strange. Um, so... Vesper goes to this, like, shady, like, almost like a drug deal-style handoff. Yeah, she's handing Mr. One-Eye with... Yeah, the, you're right. Uh, to the money. And I'm just like, oh, Vesper, no. Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the dude with One-Eye. And she's like, here's all the money. And he's like, thank you, good day. And then, like, he sees James. And James is just like, hello. And then he... Roll literally basic stealth check. Yeah. And he botched. He botched. Because he could see him through the pillar. And I'm just like, uh, you are the worst spy ever. Yeah. And so he sees her and the bad guy grabs Vesper mm-hmm. and like holds the knife up to her neck. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'll kill her! <laughs> and James, go, James goes, allow me. And then he turns and he starts shooting at people and we get ourselves uh, a nice little shootout. Mm-hmm. So uh, we chase them through the side streets to this, I think it's a derelict building. Yeah, it looks pretty derelict. I think what they were trying to do is it was a derelict and try to revamp it based on all the cranes and shit. Yeah. But it's not happening anymore. No. So it's a derelict building that's up on plon- plon- pontoons because we're in Venice and buildings need to float. Yeah. I think. Um, I've been told that you just build on the old buildings. Yeah, I don't really know how it works. But anyway. is Shit's under construction. Yeah. Uh, shit's underwater. So <laughs> uh, we go in and we have ourselves a little a little firefight. Vesper goes into an elevator uh, in the middle of the thing mm-hmm. uh, to hide, I guess. I'm not really sure why she did it. Mm. Or did they, if they put her there. I, I think they threw her in there. Yeah, they, they basically throw her in there to, to like save. Uh, and so we have ourselves a little shootout. And we shoot out the pontoons mm-hmm. that are keeping us afloat. So the entire building begins to sink into the ocean. Mm-hmm. While we're doing that, we are running up the stairs and also fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing the shooting, and then eventually James ditches the gun, and we go to the punching. Hello, the raid. It is very much <laughs> like the raid, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen the raid, go do that. Go do that. What are uh, you doing here? Watch the raid. Exactly. So, um... Vesper is trapped in the elevator as the building is sinking, but she's up at, like, the very top. So she's pretty okay. Yeah. For the time being. Um, so, and also the structural integrity is failing. Yeah. Uh, so that's not good. 
No. So James does a thing where he's like it's kind of pseudo stealthing mm-hmm. around. Like obviously they know he's here, but like he'll hide behind a wall and then like kill a guy. And then, like, he's up here, and it's like, I was behind you the whole time. <laughs> uh, at one point, he electrocutes somebody with a fallen wire. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, the briefcase of money, he knocks it out of the guy's hand, and it falls into the water. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye, money. Uh, to quote the thing we say when we watch, what was it, Big Wimmy? What's that? Pressure Luck. Pressure Luck. Bye-bye, money. Bye-bye, money. Bye-bye, money. <laughs> Guess I'll always care. Yeah, because it's money. Yeah. I don't get it. Why don't they like it? Yeah. <laughs> He's not Aunt Margaret. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, all this is happening. We're about halfway down through the water now. Uh, he gets slashed in the chest by a knife-wielding maniac. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he electrocutes that guy with a down power line. Somebody starts shooting at him, not with a gun, but with a nail gun. And James gets shot in the back like three or four times. Yes, because he's got hero HP. Yeah, he pops that dude in the head, steals his gun, and shoots him. It was the guy with the one sunglass eye. Yeah. And he pops it through the sunglass, and he kills him dead with a nail. Fucking ow. Meanwhile, he's just pulling nails out, just like bare naked, pull out nails out of his back. Just like, ha! And I'm like, what the... All right, all right. Cool (laughs) barbarian. Fine, whatever. Okie dokie, Damn. Uh, so everybody else is dead. Um, but in the kerfuffle, the elevator Mm -hmm. breaks. Yeah. And she plummets into the water. Uh Uh-huh. So James goes all Aquaman and he dives. What has to be like a three-story drop by now. Yeah, that's an Olympics grade, like, jump. He he dives into the water and swims down to the elevator. (laughs) And he grabs her and he goes to open it. And she stops him (laughs) and locks herself inside the elevator. Oi. Basically saying, go save yourself. Mm-hmm. To which James is like, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, that was stupid. Um, um, no. James tries to like crank open the elevator to save her despite herself. Um, and she grabs his hands through the, the elevator. It's one of those el- old-timey elevators. Where it's just basically it's just, a cage. Yeah, basically mesh. So like, she grabs her, uh, his hands mm-hmm. under the water as if to say, it's time for you to go. And then ingests water on purpose. Oh, is that what happened? It yeah. looks like she was sucked into the batter. No, that she she su- like she took in water on purpose and kicked herself backwards so he couldn't grab her. Oh. Uh, and then uh, she begins to choke, mm-hmm. and James watches her as she fades away, mm-hmm. and eventually dies just as he opens the door. Yeah, he's eventually able to kick open the door. He gets the door open, but he's just not in time. Uh, he gets her to land. And attempts to resuscitate her, but he can't do it. Vesper Lind is dead. Oh, damn. James weeps over her dead body as Mr. White is seen with the briefcase of money and gets away scot-free. Motherfucker! So, here's the deal. Turns out Vesper had a boyfriend Mm -hmm. who was kidnapped by the bad guys. And she has been forced to work with them... And betray James to save his life. M and MI6 missed it completely. Mm -hmm. They knew she had a boyfriend, but they did not know the connection. Mm -hmm. Um, She apologizes for not looking through it more. uh, And essentially costing people their lives. Yeah. Um, And she goes, so we expect you back. (laughs) We imagine you're going to come back to work. 
And M kind of gingerly says, like, hey, if you need a couple weeks, it's okay. And Bond says, why would I need a couple weeks? The mission's over. The bitch is dead. M deduces that the reason why Bond's still alive, why he survived Mr. White shooting the Sheaver and why Mr. White didn't shoot James, Mm -hmm. is likely because um, Vesper made a deal to give him the money to save James. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason why he's still alive. Bond looks through her things. He's on a boat Mm -hmm. and he kind of looks through her stuff and finds uh, her cell phone. And on it, she sees one message, and it says, for James. And he opens it up, and it says, Mr. White, and a location, an estate in, lo- in Lake Como. Ah. We go to it, <laughs> and Mr. White is standing there like a dick, <laughs> and it's just like, ah, it's good to be evil and rich. <laughs> and then somebody calls him, and he goes, hello? And he goes, oh, you hear James Bond on the other side, mm-hmm. and he goes, is this Mr. White? He goes, yeah, who was this? Bang! And he's shot in the leg. <laughs> and James walks up to him as he's trying to like crawl up the stairs to his house. James walks up to him and he goes, Bond. James Bond. Curtain down. Da-da-da-da. I love this movie. This is a great movie. I... Didn't know Vesper died. Like, do Bond girls normally die? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought they were like the queen. They were invincible or some shit. No. uh, A lot of Bond girls. Turns out they die. Okay. So explain to me what a Bond girl is then. A Bond girl is a female spy. Uh Uh-huh. Not not a spy. She's just the female in a Bond movie. I see. Um, Usually, like, sometimes they they drive off together. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, and they lived happily ever after, and then you never see her again. <laughs> uh, some of them survive. Yeah. But a, a, a non-zero amount die. I see. Uh, and Vesper dies. Like, yeah. In the other iterations, does Vesper always die? Yes. Oh, shit. This is the impetus for Bond going colder and calculated. Oh. Um, this whole film has been leading up to that point where James kind of foregoes his emotional responses. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the tipping point. You have to call him by his Christian name. Jimmy. Jimmy. Excuse me. You're right. <laughs> so Jimmy, uh, that that's, that, that's <laughs> where we're at. We hit this point where now he's that cold and calculated. He thinks with logic and reason and he doesn't let himself get over. Because Vesper took it from him. Yes. He trusted Vesper. He got emotionally involved and it backfired on him. Mm-hmm. And now it's one of the, he'll never do it again. Oh. And it is, it's sad and it's, you know, that's, but that's what he needs to be, to be a successful double O agent. That's true. But also, what a bitch. But yeah, so that's, this is the origin story. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, not lame like most origin stories. <laughs> so. I didn't know Vesper was evil. Sort she, of. Yeah, um. Hard to say, you know? Also, who names their kid Vesper? Uh, it's kind of a cool name. Yeah. But, but it's, it's a cool name for, like... A car. Or a drink. <laughs> you could actually order a Vesper Lind. Yeah? Yeah. Will it break your heart? If you're allergic to alcohol. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, I, I think with this... 
this is one of this is a great way to start a new series mm-hmm. and I think it's one of the best James Bond movies of all time mm. um, so for that I'm giving it a nine well it is a very good James Bond movie no nothing was spared I was deeply entertained it's greatly written you're all about Skyfall I'm all about Skyfall ah, that makes sense so, considering I would give Skyfall a 9 from my memory of Skyfall, I'm going to go with, like, 8.5, because okay. I still like Skyfall more. <laughs> but I... not by much. Like, Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> one of those things, like, I, I haven't seen this movie in a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I saw it basically when it first came out, and then maybe, like, one other time <laughs> later. So, like, I, I knew the plot, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but I was just reminded, like, how good it is. And how lame Quantum of Solace is. Is Quantum of Solace is bad? Oh, we'll find out, man. You sure? Yeah. Oh, that's coming up next week. Hey. Uh, Quantum hey. of Solace, it's not bad. There's, it's, it, there's very few bad James Bond movies. But Quantum of Solace is up there. I was about to say, we went to the moon once, apparently. You keep saying that like it's a bad thing. Cute. That's when movie franchises jump the shark. Yeah. Fast Nine's gonna jump the shark because yeah. we're racing in space. That's when uh, Freddy, I believe it was Freddy, went to space. Jason, Jason went to space. I'm sure Freddy's going to. Oh, like. Well, excuse me. When I go to the theaters to watch Spiral Four from the Book of Saw eighteen <laughs> in space, in space, you don't have to come with me. No. <laughs> But I do, though. But I will. I so will. Remember, we saw the last, what was it? It wasn't Spiral. It was like Jigsaw. Jigsaw. And I literally ordered like a coffee because I was like, they're going to fuck this movie up. Mm-hmm. And halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, no, they fucked it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they we, didn't watch the movie. They didn't. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do Saw one of these days. Yeah. Maybe for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so a 9 and 8.5. Yeah. Uh, that's solid. If you haven't seen Quantum of Solace and you like action films, you you want to try a, a James Bond film, mm-hmm. this is the one to do if you want to get hyped for um, No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. So next week we go to Quantum of Solace. And in it, mm-hmm. uh, we see we got a new Bond girl. We have a car chase, a boat chase, and a plane chase. We kind of throw a lot of stuff at the wall here. I hope this new Bond girl's good to Jimmy. Jimmy? Jimmy, I don't think you can take another girl like that. We'll have to see. Um, Jimmy. You can make it to Adele. I know you can. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I saw you do it, but still. Yeah, we know for a fact you can. But... If there's nothing else. Guys, remember to like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. Join the Patreon. Do all that jazz. Uh, If you want to find us somewhere else on the internet, you can find me at Twitter at E-M-P-T-Y-S-Q-U-A-R-E. That's empty square for those of you keeping track at home. Cute. I'm at Aquadia underscore. Come look at cute pictures of my duck. (laughs) It's worth it. Trust me. Um, she's a very cute dog. She's a very good dog. If you got <laughs> money burning a hole in your pocket and you want to give it to some schmucks who watch a movie and or make a podcast about uh, Demon Town, you can go ahead and do that mm-hmm. at the Brightwall Podcast uh, Patreon. 
That's <laughs> patreon.com slash empty square, E-M-P-T-Y-S-Q-U-A-R-E. Link to everything is in the link tree down below. Mm-hmm. That thing has saved my life. Yes. Uh, also, if you are currently watching this on YouTube and you're like, hey, wouldn't it be nice if I could watch it or listen to it on Spotify? Yeah, well, you're going down the road and you need something to listen to. We we have a big uh, road trip coming up. Yeah. And if you don't think we're going to listen to ourselves, talk to ourselves, <laughs> you're right. That would be silly. But um, <laughs> but I will listen to a lot of my favorite podcasts. Exactly. Why don't you listen to some of your favorite podcasts? So you can look for us on Spotify. Speaking of Patreon. Yes. Uh, for those of you who are not subscribed, which is most of you, <laughs> we have a bonus episode up there right now. Yes. Uh, we took the time and we watched Mortal Kombat, the remake. Cutie, you said it wrong. It's Mortal Kombat! You're right. You're right. I apologize. Uh, let's go for take two. Okay. Ready? And... One. Go. So, if you go onto the Patreon, we did our first Patreon-only review where we took a look at the brand new remake of Mortal Kombat! Perfect. Cool. Use take two. Um, <laughs> so it's a, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit lighter. It's a little bit more free-formed. But it is also an hour because we can't shut up. Uh, Guys, it was so good. Go watch our review. Yeah, so if you want to see what we thought of Mortal Kombat, we're going to do more movies like that, uh, up to and including the new uh, Fast and Furious movie, the new <laughs> Saw movie, uh, basically just little weird stuff uh, that doesn't really fit into our current, um, our current arc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just what other stuff we want to talk about. So, brand new episode, never before heard, never before seen, except by me, because I edited it. And you can get it for a dollar. And you can get it for a dollar. That's all we're asking. You get everything for a dollar. A dollar a month, and you get bonus content yeah. you get the bloopers you get bonus episodes the only thing like as you get higher and higher you do get more stuff but it's uh it's different you can we don't hold back content mm-hmm. uh but we get little perks and stuff uh bloopers stuff like that it's fun you, you can get your name put into a uh an episode mm-hmm. for example this week's episode is brought to you by our Patreon, specific Patreon, Nathan Peters, uh, who is one of my best friends, and he donated $15 and continues to for a very long time. Uh, Thanks, Nathan. And he uh, signed up for the episode dedication, which is this. So we have another dedication to do next week. So if you want to hear your name specifically said by me, Mm -hmm. right here, right now, uh, you can absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. And that is at the $15 level, I want to say. Uh, and then we have all sorts of neat stuff. The more you can even request us doing an episode. So yes, if you, that, you, yeah, if you pay a certain amount of money, we will do your episode, whatever it is. It might not go live on YouTube. It might be a Patreon exclusive, uh, but we will get it to you. We will get it to you. It'll be your own brand new episode. Basically, it will, we'll just, it'll be right to you. So that is our Patreon spiel. Mm-hmm. If you have watched this far into the video, thank you very much. We appreciate uh, it. We love you very much. And we will see you next week. Yes. For Quantum of Solace. Yes. Whatever that means. I still don't really know. Well, quantum is a physics thing, right? And, and then... solace is in motion. I think quantum is actually a, a group of bad guys. Is this. it? Yeah. Is that what you call a group of bad guys? A quantum? Like a bunch of no, you call them like Republicans. A... Oh! <laughs> oh!
Don't we? We shouldn't. I, I I already say that later in the episode. But I never get to say it. All right, go ahead. Curtain up.